You with Sound Awake here on SFM. My name is Asanda Beta. If you've just joined us, it's almost 20 minutes before we get to the top of the hour. That means it's 3.40. So we get to trucking around the country now. Our feature here on Sound Awake, talking to our truck drivers. We speak to Romeo today. Let's welcome you, Romeo. Good morning. So inviting uh, to your show, um and also greeting to all South African drivers and uh, all South Africans. Good Thank morning. You. Thank you for inviting me. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. We're here to celebrate you for all you do. Uh, 21 years in trucking, in the trucking business. I mean, that's a long time to be in that or in any career for that matter. Where? How did you get into this business, first of all? How did you get into this job? Uh, it is a, a long journey, as much as you have said. Um, actually, that was not my dream of uh, driving. Mm. Um, way back, uh, I used, um, my dream was to work in a better place where I just go to work early in the morning, 8 o'clock in the half past four. Yeah, but uh, things didn't go along the way as I was uh, dreaming along those lines. At a later stage, I thought of coming to the industry of driving. And I was taught it was amazing uh, to see that someone is driving a long truck, something that I used to hate and say, hey, these guys, how do they drive this such a big machine? Mm. And at a later stage, I become more interested and in love with the job. And here I am. I also now in part and parcel of the um, one of the counted truck drivers also as well in the country, both running local and abroad. Oh, wow. Okay. So the abroad countries that you cover, what are they? I've covered quite uh, at least about three of them, uh, if I may say four. Um, Mm -hmm. I did uh, Mozambique, uh, Botswana, Zambia, and Zimbabwe. Do you have a favorite between those? Sorry? Do you have a favorite destination between those ones that you mentioned? Uh, Mozambique, Botswana, um, Zambia, Zimbabwe. Uh, as part of the job, you do end up found yourself very much interesting to some other countries. That will be quite really amazing of uh, things that you will become across with um, very interesting in the in in the industry. And uh, I used to like um, uh, Lusaka, uh, mm-hmm. Zambia. Uh, it was quite really good. You could have enough time and uh, enjoy quite a lot of the warm welcome. Uh, from the Zambia, and uh, as I'm talking uh, to you way back, you know, Mozambique have been having, uh, for a long time, has got uh, some disturbances such as like Renamo, yes. and today we are talking of all these ISIS. Regardless that you might have got some pockets of the country that are really quite, really peaceful, but uh, it is quite risky because you do not know where these guys might be operating and uh, among us as truck drivers some would go beyond zambia as far as to tanzania drc mm-hmm. and uh, all those areas as you know drc has got quite a lot of pockets uh, that are really infested with the 
the fighting, infighting within the country, but yeah. still truck drivers push as far as to those areas. Okay, I'm, I want to touch on that in terms of the risks associated with your job uh, when traveling to other countries. But let's go back because you're saying you wanted to have a normal, well, sort of normal working hours that we consider eight to four, eight to five. So what did you do at school? Uh, did you go to school and what were you hoping to do exactly? Yes, I went to school uh, back. Actually, I was born in Zimbabwe. Um, mm-hmm. I went to school as far as, as to all level, uh, which is grade 11 in South Africa, Form 4. And I went to one of the colleges in Zimbabwe, Zimbabwe Institute for Management in Blawayo. And then uh, I was employed by the local government. But above all, I was very passionate in politics because I grew up in politics and I joined politics way back in the 1975 1996. Okay. So uh, my career, I was always interested in politics very much. Uh, I fall in love with politics. And uh, we experienced quite a lot of disturbance during the liberation struggle. And um, that was also the disturbance that was also coming from South Africa during the Bota era and all these other mercenaries that were coming from South Africa and both that Zimbabwe was also under Ian Smith. Mm. So during that course, uh, when Mugabe took over 1980, soon after the longest house discussion, uh, 79, Zimbabwe took independence. And here we come. Uh, 90, Namibia also swap, um, took independence. Mugabe made an announcement that those who have been in the liberation, those who are still want to go back to school, including parents, both during the day and night school. So it was a varsity program that is include parents and the children going in the morning, parents were going in the afternoon, and those who were going in the night schools until maybe as far as to 90 when things were still okay before the country started to plunge into a lot of could i call it maybe the direction that the government took was not favorable with the international community as a result it came to that and then when i came and i worked in the department of um, housing department in the local government that's still in zim or here in zim okay then I resigned. When I came here, my intention was still working in the local government because I was having a lot of experience in working in the local government. So I did try to so many municipalities in the local um, here in South Africa. And I remember myself attending an, an interview in Durban. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I didn't have enough um papers, adequate papers, that is to require me to work in the Republic. So I've been advised to go and sort out the papers and come back. It was a very long journey to process that. Then at a later stage, I decided to go and look for the jobs in the minings. Later on, the home affairs started to introduce the corporate permits that way only allowing you to work in the mines and farms. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, though I had um, a license, I started to, having friends, uh, local, started to teach me how to drive, and this is how we do, this is the job. And then, decided to go and uh, test for myself, 
got my own license, started to drive, and here I am. I'm still driving, and uh, I'm now falling in love, and uh, I love driving, and this is the job that I'm doing. However, mm-hmm. these are part of the the disadvantage of this job. It's quite really huge that problems for truck drivers are really huge. They need maybe six months or a year or even, I don't know how many times I can call it, because a truck driver have never have any period of time where you say, this is the time that he needed to do, such as like resting. He rests there when he's sitting on the wheels, where he can cook while he's sitting on the driving seat. And then you just stop for about 20 minutes, you cook. From there, you started to hit the road because the cargo that you are carrying is also scheduled for an appointment time. time. Yes. yes. So before, we'll, we'll talk about those challenges in a bit, but I just want to go back because you've got such a rich story in terms of, you know, your 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 journey, basically. Uh, the politics and, and that that you had a passion for, what do you think would have been your contribution to that? What did you envision that you would be in that space and the change maybe that you would bring? I was always have got a vision of that uh, now that uh, the black majority we are now in power. As I was listening to some of the current heroes that passed on a long time ago, they used to sing this song of to say, we wanted to stay together, black and white, respecting one another, and at the same time to observe our values and all of us having uh, having equal life and enjoy all these things uh, together as one. It was only a preach that took for only about maybe three to four, five years as the blanket was covering the majority, thinking that things are going to shape up to the majority way and all of us to achieve what we have been fighting for. At a later stage, politics was dimensionally um, diverted into those who have been in power and even to date that they have to abuse our rights of voting them, giving them an opportunity to be on top, rather to observe us and uh, to include us in the system, they decided to pocket for themselves and their family. And uh, if you look at it right now, as I was listening to you, you were talking about the commemoration of uh, this month of uh, Solomon Mashangu. Mm. And uh, you He's talk dead. about <clears throat> that uh, yeah. these are not part of the things that we have been expecting. And it was also a dream of every young man that as soon as I completed my education, job has to be available in the job marketing. And today, jobs are disappearing slowly, slowly. And I'm thinking that if they are disappearing like this, five years more to come or 10 years uh, to come, how does it look like? Today we are seeing also the disturbances that are happening in Mozambique currently, recently. And that is to include and to say the resources that we are producing should be benefiting our children from us. We are going to retire and we are going to rest and what are they going to benefit? So in politics, 
we wanted us to enjoy um, our freedom as we were fighting for that. But very unfortunately, the freedom is about only working and also working free when it comes to employment, equal life, and the, the land that we talk about is not even yet in our hands. Even if that land has to come into our hands, do we have enough support that the government should do for us such that when I got my pension and I'll be sitting at home, I'll be driving a tractor, farming, supporting uh, from the government, fertilizer, and all, all that uh, other things. So looking at Africa, the scenario, mm. the politics itself today is not including the young one at the fore. Whenever they are sitting at the AU uh, meetings, that should have been including mm. the young ones so talking... for the purpose of... Yeah. Yeah, we're talking to uh, Romeo, who's our truck driver for today, in our trucking around the country section of uh, Sound Awake. Uh, just tell us, uh, maybe let me pose the, the poll question to you as well, Romeo. So do you think then we are preserving the legacy of our liberation struggle stalwarts and institutions in the way that we are conducting ourselves in politics this in this day? I do not, uh, I'm not going to say we are preserving or we are not. I just wanted to say, as we speak today, from observations of quite a number of people that could be me and others outside there, yes, there are some countries that are really preserving the legacy of our forefathers, such as like the First of Africa, Nkwame Kruma, and Julius Nyerere. But those ideologies have been abandoned to an extent that we as the Africans, we are now going back to the masters, the former masters that were colonizing us to go and seek for their assistance, for their help. And as a result, those legacies that we are talking about today, they are no more in our, in our dreams is what we have been fighting for. It's no longer a thing that we enjoy. Rather, we we have shifted or maybe we took another dimension that has resulted to see many people are struggling to have food on their table mm. and that is not the freedom that we have been talking about that all our forefathers were talking about all right let's we listen are to, still yeah. suffering mm. let's listen to a voice note and then we'll continue with our chat Thank you. A very good morning to you, Asanda, and your guest over there. Yeah, concurring with the with the guest, trucking industry is very very stressful. You sleep on the side of the road. When you wake up, the wheels are gone. You gonna pay for them. Diesel is gone. You gonna pay for them. Crime in South Africa is very high. Riots, they affect truckers. In town, I can't even see in town, you are not allowed to go in town to buy food, fresh food. You, are allowed, you have to go to the diner outside the town. Yo, anyway. 
All right. So another note there from an anonymous, I'm assuming he's a truck driver because he seems like he's talking from experience. So let's go back then, Romeo, to some of the challenges that you were speaking of. And I guess adding to what anonymous is saying there, he's talking, uh, there's a lot of restrictions, there's crime. And we were talking about risks when uh, traveling uh, abroad, but there are also risks uh, traveling uh, within the country. What type of protection do you have then against that? <laughs> I really concur with the, the voice message of the unknown, uh, the one who sent the message. Hmm. Quite really, a long time ago, you could drive from Johannesburg to Cape Town, which is about 1,400 to 500 kilometers in about two days' time. You could do rest any place. But today, crime is risen to an extent that all those labor that you see along all our national roads, we could not park there and sleep. Because whoever is going to come behind and might stolen your, your, your tires, security for truck drivers is not there. All these countries, wherever you are going, it's only the institutions that are really very strong to other countries, such as like in Botswana, you found that you are stealing. The punishment is quite really very, very heavy. You go to Tanzania, the punishment is quite really very, sometimes to an extent that some, they took the laws into their own hands. They can cut off maybe one hand, such that you won't do that. But uh, this is not the thing that we can encourage. We shouldn't have uh, um, that kind of behavior among us ourselves. Some of these crimes are committed among us ourselves for a driver just to feel that, uh, let me just fix him. It is found uh, in, in, in our industry as well. So when you say I amongst do... yourself, you mean a truck driver against another truck driver? Yes, you find that sometimes a truck driver will be only just feeling, uh, if I feel that I need to fix uh, Asanda there, such that he will lose his job, uh, some they do that. It's just a thing that has just uh, started recently to find that uh, you lose anything, the challenges that you have, anything that you lose, the company wanted to know how did you lose it. Mm. Sometimes so there's, no, you there's lose... no real protection then against uh, for you? It, Yes, meaning that. to say you go to a truck stop, you sleep there, you wake up in the morning, you do not have cables. Whom do you think you might take those cables, electrical cables, the pipes for air? A truck use air. And when you wake up, all those things are not there. Definitely, uh, when you go to the security to report that this is what had happened, I, I missed my fire extinguisher. And they will say, it is among us, you drivers, someone could have taken because our fence is okay. Yes, the cameras can be uh, fixed again, but to an extent, sometimes cameras might miss that uh, place. These are the challenges that truck drivers mm. uh, come across with so every let, day and night. Yeah, uh, let's get a message from you then. Uh, first of all, I think you, you shouldn't give up uh, the aspirations for you know and i don't think it's necessarily politics that you need to follow but just to be one of those leaders that we need and that voice that we need because you've definitely got an insight that i feel could be of benefit to many and i think you would 
uh, even focus on the entire SADC region and not just in South Africa or Zimbabwe. But yes, I would love yes. to encourage you to even maybe write a book and, and you can even still write you know, opinion pieces. I don't think you should give up on that dream that you had, uh, Romeo. But your message yes. then, let, let's get uh, your message as we wrap up for your family because you're on the road so much and for other motorists. Uh, you mean the occasional time of uh, yes, that just, I spend just your with message, my family? Just your message, maybe of thanks of uh, to your family and maybe encouraging motorists to be more... Uh, ah, ah, okay, I see. Yes, I would want you to encourage uh, the motorists, more especially um, when they are following a track. Part of the thing that we, we, we see, we have got uh, some... Um, and becoming uh, motorist drivers, um, he just soon after overtaking you, he just put brakes on you. A truck does not stop as like a bicycle or just like a wheelbarrow that you put uh, down. It would end up bumping you, and uh, it would end up uh, creating many fatals. So I just encourage those uh, motorists to respect the truck drivers as much as they are pulling a heavy machine. You need to uh, to respect them. Also, the truck drivers, you need also to stay away uh, during the uh, driving uh, period. You need to stay away from social media where you concentrate by chatting with the phone and uh, you can't do th- two things. You need to concentrate on your drive on your driving because... The lives of those who are behind you and in front of you and uh, in front of you and on the other sides of you are just really uh, expecting you to protect them. Mm-hmm. And so the other thing, Asanda, on, on, yes. The other thing, also the challenge that uh, truck drivers uh, come across with. I think of late recently. The drivers are tired when it comes to the issue of their representative, the unions. It comes, they, it comes again to the National Bargaining Council where the salaries are not being exactly uh, known to an extent that uh, some they get uh, the highest, highest amount required, some they get the middle, some they get the lowest. So you do not know. In each and every company was tell you that uh, this is in according to National Bargain Council in uh, requirement. So I think when it comes to the issue of trucking industry, we would want the principals from the National Bargain Council to indicate and tell the whole nation that the salary of a truck driver is starting from this point to this point. It has to be understood by each and every company that has to register in terms of mm-hmm. tracking because the volume of uh, tracking industry today is increased. Okay, we've got to a call ex- that I just want to uh, take before this uh, caller, you know, uh, we lose them. So salary codes then need to be made clearer on the part of bargaining councils. Drivers must be safer. They need yes. to, you know, adhere to the rules of the road and uh, motorists need to be more patient. And then we'll get your message for your family. But I want to take this call. Bucks, uh, you calling us. You're also a truck driver. Yes, ma'am. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Bucks? Thanks for calling. All right, ma'am. You know, in South Africa, people think truck driving is a joke. Eh? Okay. Hello? Yes, yes, we're listening, Bucks. Yeah, people think truck driving is a joke. Eh? It's no joke driving a truck. 
you know, as the gentleman was saying there and your uh, your guest there, that you got to be careful for your tires, got to be careful. You come and stand in Durban in a robot in, in Edwinsville, that guys take your, your electric cable out, right? They cut the sail, you know, all that sort of thing. Uh, today, uh, today, while I'm driving a very valuable load, which uh, I'm running under security, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what I mean? It's difficult to... Uh, you know, even motorists give the truck drivers a hard time. And uh, always, I'm a truck driver for the last, um, I'm 60 years old. Wow. I'm driving for the last, uh, uh, well, I came on the road when I was 14 years old. And I'm still driving up till today, but expelled from school. But uh, We'll actually need to speak to you then, Bax. We, we need to give you a call and, and, have, and feature you on our uh, Trucking Around the Country feature. I beg your pardon? I'm saying, if you don't mind, we'd love to, t- to talk to you as well in the coming days. I can't hear you too well, David. Okay, it's fine. We'll give you a call outside of the, the, the chat. But continue, yes? Yeah, I'll say... Hello? Hi, can you hear us, Bucks? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll say truck driving is not playing. Yeah? Sometimes you go to a truck stop, it's full. Then you've got to sleep side of the road. And when you sleep side of the road, you've got, that's a risk that you're taking. Eh? Yeah. And then you're forcing yourself to, you know, there's nothing, not enough truck stops in, in South Africa. We haven't got enough truck stops in South Africa. You go, you leave late Durban or either Cape Town, you get to a truck stop, the truck stop is full. Now you must sleep like a scavenger side of the road or things like that. And then after that, you've got to find all funny things that start happening. I had a lot of experience on the road and, uh, you know, uh, of guys cutting up the sail and stealing your stock and all that. Mm. It's not easy. It's not easy being Definitely a truck sounds driver like in it's South not. Africa. Thank you so much no for more. calling us, Bucks, and, and please do be safe on the roads there. Thank you. Romeo, I mean, Bucks is talking about the challenges that we've been hearing, uh, just adding on to that, um, you know, in terms of safety and, and all of that. I guess we've touched on that already, but well, yeah. we'd love to hear your message. I mean, to your family who has been patient with you all this time, as you know, they don't see you as much as they would love to, as you also yes, said, there yes, are challenges yes. around the time that you have to rest and the time that you have to be with family. So what would you like to say to them? Uh, it's, it's quite really a difficult uh, approach when it comes to the families because my prediction and my feeling about them is about to say every Friday I wish to be with them and uh, spending much more time with the weekend because it's like my wife will be bring children alone without the voice of the father inside the, 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 the room, inside the family, because the voice of the father is needed at the end of the day from time to time and to correct the things that are supposed to be corrected. And there are many things that also a wife and also my family are talking about sometimes in my absence. And because of the nature of the job, I sometimes get communicated through phoning, and mm. the impact of that will not be very much powerful, unlike for those ones that will be present. Lucky to those truck drivers that has got companies that every Friday you preload, you go home, you come back on Sunday and take your truck. I'm working in one of those companies like that, that every weekend, like during the Easter, I was at home for over about four days and during the december time the truck will park you go home 
However, how many companies can do such a thing? That's why I said it's quite really huge problems that truck drivers are facing. I cannot finish them. And yeah. rather, National Parking Council should come to the fore, including to the employers' association, to work together such that the system has to be followed. Nobody should jump out of the system. The system has to be followed in according to the constitution of the country. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. We're going to have to leave it there for now. But thanks again for joining us. And are you traveling today? I've already traveled uh, all the way from Houting. I'm back here where I normally stay here in KZN. And as I'm talking to you, I'm at another place where I'm waiting to float. My schedule time was supposed to be 3 a.m. Mm. And I'm still waiting. Is no, It's one of the problems that we encounter. Schedule time will be given at 3 o'clock or some will be given 4. And then the way housing begin to tell us that they have got no space. And then you begin to wonder yourself, you go crazy again and say, oh, how could you... Uh, procure um, this stuff when you do not have any space to put them. That is not my baby. My baby is to come here and offload and go. Yeah. Well, uh, do be safe then. And uh, I mean, this is why I guess we have this feature, because in this time then that you are speaking, there are other truck drivers who are hearing you and they're feeling like they're not alone and uh, that you do have a voice. And that's important. So please do share your voice with us. We want to hear all that you have to to share and, and add as, you know, the political part of it as well and the insight that you have and the experience that you have. So uh, we encourage you to please do something about that. Even if you write a book, uh, Bud Romeo, please do it. <laughs> can we get, can we get <laughs> yes, it on air? <laughs> thank you very much. I really appreciate you for inviting me to your show. Uh, you are more than welcome any day, any time. You want us to discuss about this. And uh, I would love to join the others. I'm not the only truck driver. We are thousands and thousands. As much as I'm talking... Uh, to you, some are still driving, going to Namibia, some all over. And we wish everybody I mean, safe travels. Yes. Thanks again for And uh, Sorry, 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 uh, Asanda. Mm-hmm. You see, um, I, I, I've forgotten. I thought you were doing, we are, we're going to talk about the, the vaccine and the rolling out of the vaccine on truck drivers. I mean, we have been ignored for a very long time. Nobody seems to understand. During the hard lockdown, when everybody was not at work, truck drivers were still on the road to make sure that the economy is running. If we have to stop today, just only for a day, the economy of the country will collapse. But we could not do that. But it looks like nobody realized that we are very important. We are the front runners that need also also to be catered for, to be protected when it comes to this pandemic. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Uh, Romeo, our truck driver, uh, chatting to us here on our Trucking Around the Country feature. Just a, uh, um, is this, no, it's not a voice note, it's a, a tweet from uh, Bongani La Palma who says, Power by being the voice of, to the voiceless. I appreciate the trucker's segment. Thank you so much, Bonga. And uh, he's suggesting that next we should profile security personnel and says, straight from high school, I was a protection officer and doubled as a bodyguard. Molweni. Well, thank you for that. Uh, uh, Bonga and a good morning to you. So our programming continues. Our time is 10 minutes past four now. We've entered the second hour of Sound Awake here on SAFM. My name is Asanda Beda. If you've just uh, joined us, a good morning uh, to you and uh, thanks for doing just that.